Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in once again to our podcast. I'm Daniel Miller and my great friend Abel Pamudi. We're back at you again on Halloween, the last day of October. And so we have a nice little treat for you guys. We're going to be talking about Halloween and related to the Bible and what God says and how we should feel about Halloween and what we should do. So, hey, let's get into it. Abel, you want to give them a little brief history? or Alright, so some brief history about how Halloween all began. So it first began with the Celts, which were a group of nomadic people, uh, Indo-slash-European people. Um, and it all began with the celebration of their harvest festival called Sowen, which they celebrated on October 31. Basically, this was New Year's for them because it's when the harvest um, began to grow. Um, So anyways, they believe that this was the time in which ghosts uh, of people that died walked around. They believed that the window between the, uh, uh, the land of the living and the land of the dead had a very thin line oh, that wow. could easily be crossed. And so people from the living can easily cross to the dead world. And then people, ghosts from the dead, could easily cross into uh, the world of the living. And so, yeah, this is basically how it began. Wow. I um, I did not know that was the start of it. And when, what date was that? What you know how far back that was? Uh, somewhere around uh, 700 BC, the church, um, seeing this, they really hated this um, holiday that uh, the that the Celts had. And in order to stop this, they wanted to create their own holiday in order to um, try to convert as many people as they want as um, was possible. So in seventh century. Um, AD, the Vatican made a holiday which was celebrated on November 1st called All Saints Day, known as Hollow Mass. Hollow meaning um, holy or saintly, and then Mass meaning party. Um, so they made this in order to honor the martyrs and to try to convert as many pagans as possible. It, it just amazes me how I did not know any of that history and how now, like, I think for kids and even me, the only thing that I know about Halloween is pretty much of the stereotype is that it's something spooky, evil. You just put on costumes and you just get as much candy as you can. I never knew that was the actual start of Halloween. And the question I have for both of us today, and we can go back and forth on it and even back it up with Bible verses or personal stories. How do you feel about Halloween? And should Christians, if, if it's something that believes in ghosts or something that's not pertaining to Christ or pointing towards Christ, as Christians, should we participate in Halloween? Or we should we make it in a way that it does show Christ and it resembles Christ? Honestly, I believe, Danny, that this is just one of those holidays where it was created by man, regardless of its origins and their belief in spirits and stuff like that, which we see even from the Bible that there are many spirits and stuff like that. Uh, I think we should just remember that they didn't worship these spirits. On the contrary, um, 
will go on and talk about it. Uh, these Celts, they made bonfires in order to drive away these spirits and stuff like that. They were scared of them. Um, and although they be- they believed in spirits and stuff like that, like I said, they didn't worship them. And Christians came along and made their own holiday to celebrate the saints that brought about Christian virtues and stuff like that. And I think we can certainly uh, get good things out of this. And through the celebration of Halloween, even though um, some people think it's bad, I think uh, we can convert people that aren't Christians to to Christianity as well. Yeah, because I know that it just varies, honestly, because when I was going to a private school, Halloween was something, it was a Christian private school, and Halloween was something that we did not participate in because the principal of the school and the teachers, they felt that if it was not pointing towards Christ at all, and it just was, it was just something that was evil. Whereas I went to a Presbyterian church where we had trunk or treats, we had costume contests where kids can come in, they get dressed up, and they get candy, but also they talk about the Word of God. And so... I guess what the people back home and uh, what we, we should discuss today is, what does the Bible say about it? And is there a gray area? Is there black and white or is there a gray area? And if so, if something that's meant to just be innocent, how can we point that towards Christ? Danny, honestly, like I could easily relate to this as well. Um, I grew up in a church where... Pretty much everyone that went there believed that it was completely wrong to celebrate Halloween. Except, then again, I've seen other churches went to their festivities and stuff like that that celebrated Halloween. And they used this as an opportunity to draw in people who weren't Christians and preach the gospel to them. Um, And then, honestly, any holiday we have today can take our eyes away from God. Even Christmas itself, which started out worshiping God and remembering His birth here on earth, um, remembering that He is our salvation and that He came here on earth mm-hmm. 2,000 years ago in order to save us. Even the holiday of Christmas can be turned into something bad. Many people, instead of focusing on Jesus and what he did for us, they focus rather on gifts and Santa Claus and stuff like that. So in the end, any holiday, as I said, can be turned into something good, into something wrong. And I I just love that you said that. It reminds me of Joseph. Um, Joseph, in Genesis 50, 20, when he was talking to the people, he said, um, do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? As for you, what you intended against me for evil, God intended for good in order to accomplish a day like this. So that just, I mean, that just points like you were saying, like you said, that could be a way to draw non-Christians into the church. When something is meant for evil, God can turn anything to good. And we've seen this time and time throughout the Bible. So why would it not affect the way that we look at Halloween? Even when Jesus was one of the first miracles that was recorded when he turned water into wine. He can turn a bad situation into a good situation. I just think as long as our hearts are pertaining to him and not our own ways, I think we can do great things, and it can be done through Halloween. Just like anything we do, we must always remember that we need to keep a balance in whatever we do, uh, whatever we put value on. Some people put 
so much value on other things rather than God, and these things become an idol for them, and they begin to worship them. In Exodus 20 verse 3, it says, You shall have no other gods before me. This is one of the Ten Commandments that God gives to Moses to give to the people of Israel, which in return applies to us. No matter what we do, we must never put more value on something. Uh, we must never put more value on something rather than putting more value on God. Wow. Yeah. Because um, I know for sure today that um, my sister will take my niece and nephew when they get in their flight to get in. Her and her husband, they'll take them trick-or-treating. But I know also that my dad will be sharing a couple Bible stories with them and that's what I think it's all about. I believe that God, something like this can be fun. And as long as we stay pure-minded and just point things towards Christ, and he can work through us as long as we have a clean vessel, he can put us in use. And now I want to go back to a little bit more history about Halloween. Um, so as I said, October 31 became known as All Hallows' Eve. Uh, both uh, All Saints Day and um, the other celebration, uh, they both got combined and it became known as Halloween. Um, the way this holiday came to America was through Irish immigrants because of the potato famine in the 1840s, which caused a lot of Irish people to come here to the U.S. Um, and we see that these Irish, they brought a lot of things with them, a lot of uh, cultural significances, a lot of their practices and stuff like that. Some of these Irishes, um, they liked to play a lot of pranks on neighbors and stuff like that. And they would put masks on, go to neighbor's house and do all kinds of pranks on them and stuff like that. And in order for them not to, rec to be recognized, they would put masks on and stuff. Wow. And it, that makes sense how they connected both of the, the holidays together. Because I never knew how they even got the name of Halloween and what it meant and the history that was behind it. Abel, do you think it's okay to take your little brother today trick-or-treating? or? Honestly, Danny, I believe it's perfectly fine. Uh, one thing we must really be careful about, especially these days, is we see a lot of times uh, that a lot of bad things happen on Halloween, uh, especially during Halloween nights. Uh, we see there's so many instances of uh, kids and even young adults getting kidnapped and stuff like that. Mm. So I think it's one of those things where um, if it's a little kid, there definitely should be someone older than them. I would say... A young adult probably at least uh, with the age of 21 to make sure that nobody comes along nobody kidnaps them no one hurts them in any way I remember when we were younger um, I don't know if they did it at your household but if you spent the day trick-or-treating the night trick-or-treating before you can eat any of your candy you have to give it to your parents and your parents go through the candy. I don't know if you guys did that. But that was a big thing with my parents that they before we eat any of the candy, they had to check the candy to make sure the candy wasn't tampered with, that people didn't do evil things. And I, I think that's what we also have to be alert about is that um, like you were saying that even though this is supposed to be something fun and cute for the kids, but we have to remember that there are also people out there that just doesn't have heart 
a heart of a heart for Christ, and that that's that's wicked, and we just we just have to be on the lookout. But towards anything is that we just whether it's dressing up for a costume, how many can how much candy a person gets, that we know that everything should just point towards Christ. Even if a kid gets ten pieces of candy, the kid should be like, "Thank you, God, for allowing me to get this candy." And just be grateful for the opportunity. No matter what we do, anything, just point, point it back towards Christ. Even if you're in the worst situation possible. Lord forbid it's happened to anybody, but if you're in jail for something you didn't do, and just the worst of the worst, you can just find a way to be thankful. Uh, I know this is sound funny, but even Winnie the Pooh, even in every episode that he has, no matter if his head was stuck underground or whatever the case is, he was always positive. He always found the good in it. And I believe that's what Christ wants us to do because we are in the world, but we're not of the world. And so when 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 events like this happen or bad things happen, we have to find the positive, whether that's from lustful parades to the way some people look at Halloween as something very wicked. What which way what way can we bring people to Christ? How can we make disciples of disciples and spread God's word, find the good in it, and allow Christ to do his thing through a clean vessel? Another thing we can take a look at is the idea that there can be so many dangers to celebrating Halloween. One of which is it oftentimes teaches children to become really selfish. Um, We see that this holiday, especially today, is made up simply of dressing up, having fun, and getting a lot of candy and stuff like that. And one thing that children tend to do is become self-centered, what they can get out of the holiday, and obviously that is candy and stuff. Um, And in the end, when other people come to them, they're not really that willing to share their candy. If a little brother or a little sister comes to them, they're like, no, this is my candy. They don't want to do that. Um, And I think this is a great way we as Christians can um, spread the gospel. We can uh, encourage our children to not only share with their siblings, their friends around them and stuff like that. But one thing I think we should sometimes do, I think at least uh, with at least one of our baskets that we usually get for for Halloween is we can encourage our children to go out to children around them that either are really poor or that aren't Christians or both and give them all the candy that they have in that basket. And that way, these children and their parents can see how kind Christians can be. And that could be a good segue into talking with them about Christianity. That, that sounds amazing. And you know what I was even thinking? Even for adults, let's say that you know what you're ha- you're having a struggle. Older people, you're having a struggle. Should I should I celebrate Halloween? Should I give out candy? You can make it a positive way. What you can do is get candy, little fun size sneaker bars, Milky Ways, whatever candy you want to give out. Print out small miniature Bible verses that are the size of the things that go in fortune cookies. Tag along, tie along a little Bible verse to that piece of candy. And that's the way. It could be John 3.16. It could be John 10.10. It could be Romans 3.12. It can be any Bible verse. Tag along the Bible verse. And on the back of the other side of it, say, Jesus loves you. There, I guarantee you, there, 
kids, those kids, if they can't read, they're going to ask a parent. If there's anybody that gets it, there's no other piece of candy you're gonna, that they're going to have. They're going to have a strip of paper with a sentence or two on it. They're going to read it. And you never know what Christ can do. Just by you doing something so small, Christ, that could be the very thing that leads them to Christ, that a kid gets a piece of paper that says on there, Jesus loves you in a Bible verse. That could change that kid's life. Always trying to put Christ in anything that you do and positivity. And have faith. Another danger that comes with celebrating Halloween is the fact that so many people, they load up on stocks of candy in order to either give out or keep for themselves and stuff. And the people in local businesses and stuff like that, they're aware of this problem and they see this as a great opportunity in order to make as much money as they can. Um, and they oftentimes encourage people through commercials and other things to um, to buy all that candy. And in the end, after Halloween, after a few days, we see that a lot of the candy that the kids got, um, they're either really bad or they don't want them anymore because they lost taste for them. And in the end, they all go to waste. Uh, one thing we can remember is um, one thing to keep in mind is that instead of spending all that money to get all this candy that is most likely going to go to waste, we can spend all that money in order to get gifts and support other people who are less fortunate than us. We see so many people in Africa who don't even have water or even a few bits of crumbs, which they would love to have. And yet we here in America have so much, so many things going to waste because we just love the feeling of having a lot, even if we don't actually need it. Right. And gluttony, gluttony is a, is a sin. And that's honestly what part of Halloween is, people gluttony after food, after candy. When there's even kids that's not even in Africa, there's kids that's in America that is starving. And so that... Yeah, we just keep a positive mindset and a fruitful and a thoughtful mindset. Our thing should how can I help others? The Bible says, love your neighbors as yourself. How can I keep God's commandments, love my neighbors as myself, and create disciples of disciples? That's what it's all about. No matter what situation you're in, how can I point to Christ? How can Christ use me? That's what your mindset should be. And that comes from a renewing of the mind that's located in the Bible of Romans 12. Check that bad boy out. And one thing uh, we see through the celebration of Halloween is this idea of trick and trick or treat, which, although for us seems a very innocent thing, it didn't really have such an innocent beginning. Um, from what I've researched, um, the idea of trick and trick or treat began again with the Irish. Uh, they began playing pranks, and a lot of times they would take their pranks to a whole different level. They would begin to vandalize people's properties, take fences from in front of their houses, and put them somewhere else, open gates to let animals get out and stuff like that. And they were just vandalizing people like crazy. And so in order for people to stop this, they would offer these people 
different gifts and treats and stuff like that. So in the end, it began. It became something like trick or treat candy or treats in order to get away from vandalism. That I mean that's just that's America. That's what it sounds like. That's just that's just that's just foolishness to do something like that. And. No, and the, well, the good thing is no one really remembers it for that. Now it's turned into this thing where cute kids dress up and they get candy. But it also may be a dark side of where people were doing witchcraft and stuff like that. But the good thing is is that it's something that's cute where kids dress up, they come together, they get candy, and it's a nice little family event. And now again, we see the church coming into play into this idea of trick or treat. They wanted to bring in pagans and introduce them to the Bible as well. However, a lot of the people, a lot of the church fathers back then were very misleading in their ideas. They believed that even though someone was dead, um, they wouldn't necessarily go directly to heaven or hell, depending on whether they were good or not. They would first go to purgatory, and they would have the possibility of going into heaven at a later time. Um, and they believed one way this could happen is if people would offer up prayers for these dead people, whether they were saved or not. And so one thing the church did is they would send beggars who needed food or money and stuff like that. And these beggars would go up to people's houses. They would ask for treats and stuff. And in return, these beggars would offer prayers for their ancestors in order for them to get out of purgatory and be able to go into heaven very quickly. Wow. Man, I mean, you're just amazing with this stuff. I had no clue about any of this. Wow. Um, one thing we see about Halloween is the idea of ghosts and stuff, which, like I said, it first came with the idea that during October, October 1st, the window between the realms of death and um, the realms of uh, living was very thin and ghosts can come through into the land of the living but aside from that it was especially um brought out into the american culture through the civil war um we see that in the civil war there were over half a million of people that died there were bodies literally scattered every single place and because of the destruction of war and stuff, we see that a lot of their faces and their bodies were completely mutilated and stuff like that. And people, sometimes people wouldn't find uh, their loved ones at all, or they would just find bodies and the faces would be like all mutilated and stuff. They wouldn't be able to tell whether it was the person they knew or loved or whatever. Um, so there was always this hope of, especially during the Civil War, that these people, these loved ones, these friends would maybe somehow come back from the dead or show up because they didn't actually die. Hmm. Did you, when you're doing your research, you find any nice Bible verses that stuck out to you? 
Uh, related to what? Halloween, or if we should like worship it, or or um, I mean, if we should not worship it, if we should participate in it. I mean, going back to the idea that we are supposed to mirror Christ and what He did, and we see that so many times, and even to these days, um, we see that God can change a bad circumstance into something good, just like in every single thing that goes on around us. We should be, as what Dr. Hollingsworth taught us, agents of change. And we should change that which is bad in our culture into something good. And through Halloween, we have a great opportunity to, like you said, give people candy and on the side or on those specific candy bars, put like little Bible verses into, in order to encourage people to come to our church and see what Christianity is all about. Yeah, that's just interesting. And that's pretty much all we have for you guys today. And I just want to thank Abel for doing this podcast with me, just bringing in the history, relating it to the word. And um, we we enjoy doing this podcast. If you do go trick-or-treating with your kids or just you by yourself, that's perfectly fine. Just have fun. Be safe. And always remember, God can turn a bad situation into a good one. Trick or treat. Thank you guys for tuning in.